got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we have a ton of different things that we need to go over. We're going to start with some Bitcoin technical analysis, and then we're going to talk about the Lightning Network. As you guys know, the Lightning Network is a layer two scalability solution to Bitcoin's very slow transactional throughput of only seven a second. So we're going to talk a little bit about Lightning Network, run down what it is because it just hit a major milestone of 25,000 nodes. Then we're going to jump into an on-chain indicator built up of multiple different data points called the Bitcoin bubble index, which along with the stock to flow model is predicting an all time high run on Bitcoin this year. So we're going to be doing some longer term technical analysis in today's video. We got a lot of content to bring you. You're going to learn a lot in today's video. We're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to enjoy it. Make sure to go ahead and smash that like button. Even before we get started, thank you very much for tuning in. We are joined as never by definitely not high Zach. How are you doing, Zach? Doing really good today. Doing good. So Tim is out because of health issues. Yeah. Yeah. So be praying for him. But be praying for well, him. I thought he was at, I not he was your president, but possibly your vice president. Yes. Coming to you today. Ooh. So let's go, Zach. Out. Let's go, Zach. Watch out. Yeah. So Tim is supposed to be at the C12 meeting that I go to on the second Wednesday of every month. He is in the key players meeting. That's where we go and we learn about um, how we want to run our businesses as a ministry. Uh, he's supposed to be there today. Unfortunately, Tim struggles with extremely bad vertigo. He can't get out of bed. His eyes are like, you know, doing all kinds of craziness. It, it's really, really bad. I've seen him uh, have it happen. I picked him up before. He's not feeling very well at all. So anyone out there that believes, we appreciate any prayers that you send his way. I fully believe in the power of prayer, and I appreciate anyone that sends them in Tim Warren's direction. We are also joined, as always, by Smay. How you doing, Smay? Hi. Again, with the extreme close-up, guys. I have news for everybody. <clears throat> I think I was able to YOLO and fix that lens. So Wait, really? Yes. So we're going to be back online tomorrow, guys. How? Because <laughs> I'm just like... Because- <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyways, uh, okay. Moving on. Cool. No, that was. Cool. All right. Well, good deal. Smay may have fixed the lens. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, guys, we got a lot to cover today, so we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to jump straight onto the Bitcoin chart. There's quite a bit that we need to cover here. Um, Bitcoin, as you know is in a small correction. We're sitting at $44,500, and as Tim would be so quick to tell you, because today we have a a substitute for Tim, who is who is Zach. Yes. Unfortunate. You'll you'll never live up to you'll never live up to Tim. You know what? You, you'll, surpa- you'll, surpass, you'll surpass Tim. You'll surpass Tim. You'll surpass Tim. Yes, because because you're awesome, Zach. Yes. By the way, drop a one in chat if you love Zach's denim jacket. He's also wearing denim jeans, so he's got like the whole denim outfit on right now. Right. Looks pretty great. He's definitely not high, just so you know. But and let me know. Hey. Videos are coming your yes. way. Yes. And I can tell you straight up. I don't have to run into the room anymore. Yep. I can tell you. Hash ribbons, possibly Friday. Boom. Let's go. CT2A, sign up. Yes, sir. If you guys are going through CT2A, this is your guy because he edits all those videos. I sit down here for five minutes, make a video, and I kind of just do it. Zach is the one that spends three or four hours on every single one of those videos. So this is the MVP right here, guys. Drop a one in chat if you love his denim jacket and a two in chat if you love Zach. Just because Zach has beautiful hair that I'm Mm. jealous of. Nevertheless, Bitcoin has very powerful support sitting at $42,800. That is what Tim would be very quick to tell you. We have a bounce down here on the 9th of August. we also have resistance here on the 1st of August of this year. Looking back into history, we can see that Bitcoin has tested this level many times. January the 8th, it was resistance. Here on February the 28th, it was support. It's a critical level, and it actually lines up pretty well 
with the 20 daily EMA. The 20 daily EMA on Bitcoin is sitting at $43,600. This level of support is sitting at $42,800. I have been saying for the last week that we're looking for a bottom around 42.5 to 44.5. Somewhere in there, I'm expecting Bitcoin to bottom out. Now, as things are continuing to develop, we can see that these two levels, this flat level and our 20 EMA, are building a zone of support right in this region between, you guessed it, 42.5 and 44.5. I personally think that Bitcoin is going to hold 42.5. I personally think that Bitcoin is going to hold around this region. We're going to bounce and rally. But I also want to make sure that we're keeping our eyes on the prize and our head in the sky because we know everything's going to be just fine. If we look into the future, we can see that Bitcoin has a lot of upside potential. And it has a lot of upside potential because of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Now, we did quite a bit of technical analysis on Bitcoin yesterday, so I'm not going to go too long on our Bitcoin TA right now. Just want to give you a couple of updates on things that have happened in the last 24 hours. Namely, we can see that Lux Algo is starting to change the color. You literally just watch it, actually. Scrub back in the video. This literally just switched from green to from red to I think that's green. I'm colorblind. It might be yellow. I don't know. Don't don't sue me. I, I can't help it. Nevertheless, we just saw Lux Algo changing colors right here. So Lux Algo might be about to flash some kind of sell signal. If it does, that could be an uh, indication that we might be going below 42 and a half. I personally don't think we're going to, but I do want you guys to keep an eye on Lux Algo. Looking here at the four hourly chart, we can also pay attention to it because Lux Algo did have a sell signal right here, and Bitcoin has naturally been following it. Lux Algo is very rarely wrong. I've found about 75 to 80% of the time these signals are going to give you accurate signals, which is a lot better than us as traders because a lot of times us as traders might only get a trade right like 30% of the time if we're newer to trading. So using Lux Algo is very, very helpful. It's a super indicator, in my opinion, and you should definitely check it out. The link's in the description. Nevertheless, another thing I want to bring to your attention is the fact that we're below the 24-hourly exponential moving average. We've tested it as resistance back earlier yesterday at $46,000, and we are now below it. So we're in a confirmed four-hourly downtrend. Like I said earlier, the question is, where does that bottom out? I think it's going to bottom out exactly where I said. Now, looking at the daily chart, there are several things that are bullish. Excuse me, not the daily chart, the weekly chart. There are several things that are bullish on the weekly chart. As we mentioned on a video that we did dedicated on this on Monday, I think. Zach, you edited that video. Do you remember if I talked about the bullish MACD cross? Yeah, I, mean, I know you just kind of edit videos. And Do you remember if... I think uh, that video went out on Monday. Possibly Monday. I think it was Monday. Monday. I think we did a video Monday about this weekly chart bullish MACD cross. So go back and watch that if you haven't already. We're also above the weekly chart 20 exponential moving average, which you typically are going to stay above during a bull market. You'll typically go back down and test it over and over and over again. You can see it happened eight times here in the 2016-17 bull market. Once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times. And then also there was another touch right back over here. So those two factors, along with increasing volume in the last month and the fact that we're seeing a red candlestick that is non-engulfing you want to pay attention to your candlesticks are they engulfing are they not this is non-engulfing at the moment we are very happy on the weekly chart short-term technicals we're looking at a short-term correction longer-term technicals we are looking at a lot of bullishness did you just look that up did you look at it yes it is yes. it went out on monday i'm pretty sure it's either monday or it is this week yes it is so. this week so guys we did a video on that i forget what it was called but it is a really good video and you should definitely check it out i want to hear what everybody in chat thinks about the technicals right now and if either of you guys have anything to say on the technicals feel free to let me know tim uh, zach i know you don't keep up with the technicals quite as much as tim does right. if there's anything there then let me know but i think chat would actually be pretty interested and we'll go for a few minutes here in knowing how you came to work for the crypto jeb channel what what happened yeah. with that yeah so actually speaking of tim i i so i was gonna work at chick-fil-a 
I was going to be a Chick-fil-A man. And then to Let's go, up, Chick-fil-A. I used to work at Chick-fil-A. 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 I got accepted. It was like, hey, you're hired. And then I was like, uh, no, actually, skirt. I'm going to go uh, be a personal trainer with Tim because, you know, Tim, big, big body, big muscle guy. Uh, he, he knows a lot. He knows a lot about personal training. He doesn't know a lot about business until now. He does now. But before, he did not. So we are trying to run a business, two guys trying to be personal trainers. He's a great personal trainer, but running a business just doesn't work if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, so, believe me, I know all about that. <laughs> this guy knows all about that. I know all about so, not knowing what the hell I'm doing running a business. You know, I'm, I'm working and I'm doing school at the same time, and it's just not it's not playing out how we wanted it. And uh, we get some people come on, some people come off. And you know what? Your editor actually dipped. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah, it was rough. That was rough. Our editor dipped, and uh, I have a history in editing, so I was editing all of the content on the YouTube channel back in, was that October that you came on? Yeah, it was October. It was October. So I was editing all the content. Smay wasn't here yet. Dasa, who doesn't work here anymore, was I was trying to teach him how to do basic editing. So I was doing all the editing, all the shooting, and trying to run a startup. It was a lot. My man was doing it all. Yes. And then I came on, and he showed me how to do it all. Yes. And then I started and, you know, went from part-time to full-time. Mm-hmm. Now we're here. I forgot you were part-time when you came on. Yeah. Man, I don't know what we did without Zach all the time. Yeah. Zach edits so much. Pretty much all the content we do here on the YouTube channel, Zach edits. He used, You even used to do the thumbnails for the stream, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Zach yeah. is behind the scenes, but I would love to have you on camera more. We want. We, may, you, I think you're going to actually be on Between Two Coins on Fridays with them a, a little bit, aren't you? So look out for Friday Ooh. Between the Two Coins. Ooh, wait a minute. Smay, this is something that we're going to have to talk about after after the stream. Tim's vertigo can last a couple days sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I know. Okay. I, I was thinking about it. You might have to be on around between two coins. Yeah, I was thinking hey. about it. Let's make definitely not high Zach into a superstar, guys. Drop some love in chat. Let's go ahead and read some super chats. If you haven't already, make sure to smash that like button. we got a lot of great content coming up. We've done our basic Bitcoin technical analysis. Short term's bearish, longer term's bullish. Definitely a great buy-in opportunity on the medium and the long term. So that's two months plus here in this market climate. We're going to go ahead and read some super chats but by the way we did our very first webinar yesterday it sold out and people freaking loved it i had so much fun doing that tim was here we had to we were we brought people on stage we met matt c uh we met uh, Juan and a, and a ton of other people. There were so many people that joined, and we just had a blast. I wish Tim was here so he could tell you a little bit more about how it went, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. We're definitely going to be doing that again, and uh, anybody that was there, I'd love for you to let people know that it was fun and that they should definitely join the next one because there will be a next one. Perfect. All right, so first Super Chat is Francisco Cardona. Francisco Great name. Cardona. Great name. Love the show. You guys are awesome. I believe... There is a descending wedge pattern forming on the four hourly chart in the micro time frame. Can you look at that? I can definitely look at that. So I'm assuming he's talking about Bitcoin. I don't think he specified, but a descending triangle pattern is right here. Yes, he's absolutely right. So there is a descending triangle pattern. And I actually meant to mention this, so I'm glad he brought this up. There is a descending triangle pattern. It looks just like this. Let me go ahead and get these trend lines where they're supposed to be. That's correct, yes. So we have a descending triangle pattern here on the four-hourly chart, downtrending level of resistance. There's a touch here on the 15th of August. We have a touch here on the 16th of August, here on the 17th of August, and also here on the 18th of August. We have a flat level of support roughly here around $44,000, which is what we were talking about earlier. One thing I do want to point out is that at the moment, we still technically have bullish RSI divergence because technically speaking, 
speaking, this is not a flat level. It is um, slightly uptrending, and there is a slight downtrend here on the RSI on the four-hourly chart. That's encouraging. If Bitcoin drops much below $44,000, then that bullish RSI divergence will be invalidated. But for now, keep it in mind, there is a strong argument to be made that this is such that this trend line is so flat that we shouldn't even consider it a trend line. We should just consider it a flat level. I'll let you guys make that call. But right now, I agree. We are definitely looking at a descending triangle pattern of some sort. Good question. Cool. All right. So Edward Hess. Uh, actually, I feel like Edward this, Hess. He, he he actually donates a lot. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Thank he you, does. Edward. So, uh, you know, catching up with Matt C here. Yeah. But if you're thinking about trading CG2A is the answer. Let's go. I want much time. Uh, I wasted much time trying to learn on my own. It's all right on the, ch- it's all right here on the channel. Hit those likes. Let's go. Thank you so much, Edward. I really appreciate that, guys. If you don't know what the cryptocurrency technical analysis academy is, that's what he's talking about when he says CT2A. That is the place where we put all of our content, teaching you guys everything you need to know about technical analysis. We cover everything from the very basics, like how to read candlestick charts. If you're looking at these green and red boxes, thinking, "What the hell is that? It's got a line coming out of it. What does that mean?" All the way up through the more advanced concepts, where I teach you guys about things like mass psychology, market sense the convergence of short and long-term trends. All of this is what you need to know to become a proficient trader and investor in cryptocurrency. Technical analysis has been used by traders and investors for over 100 years now in the stock market and now in cryptocurrency markets to predict the future of cryptocurrency with at least a better than 50% certainty so that you're able to make more profitable trades and investments than not. If you want to learn technical analysis from the best cryptocurrency technical analysis school in the entire industry, I encourage encourage you to sign up with the link in the description box down below and join our nearly 5,000 alumni. You will be glad you did. Perfect. All right. One more. So Tommy Liu, uh, good morning, everyone. Great webinar yesterday, Jeff. Yeah, let's go, Tommy. Thanks for letting me on, get on camera. Yeah, no, it was great. I love talking to everybody on the webinar yesterday. It's so, Look, the reason I loved the webinar so much was because I actually got to put a face to the names and meet you guys. Like, that was so cool. I forget I forget who it was. I'm trying to remember the name, but I was telling Zach about this earlier. We had a ton of technical difficulties halfway through the webinar, right. which we have now learned from, and it's not going to happen again, just so you know. But uh, It's because I wasn't here. It was, it was because you weren't here, so we were literally I'm, saying the whole time we need I'm someone. Kidding. From I'm not. I'm not that conceited. I think you guys did a great job without me. We did. We did do a good job, but we really did need Smay. If you guys don't know, Smay is incredible. Anyway, I, make this. N- now I feel bad because I I was making a joke and I didn't mean to be like all prideful. No, no, no. He wasn't being prideful. He was joking. I'm just okay. saying he's tr- he's also right. Oh yeah, I appreciate. Um, it. I appreciate anyway. It was really good getting to put a name to the faces. Let's go ahead and move on really quickly. We'll come back to the rest of the Super Chats. Thank you guys so much, but I do want to move on with some content here because I know that's what you guys are looking for. Really quickly, we're going to talk about Lightning Network. I'm not going to go into as much detail on Lightning Network as I would like to because I want to get to some of these signals that are calling for a long-term bull market, but we are going to go ahead and discuss this because there was a major milestone hit on Lightning Network just this morning. Bitcoin Lightning Network growth passes new milestone, and I actually have a tracker over here that tracks all of the statistics on Lightning. Now, if you don't know what Lightning Network is, I'm going to get to that in a second. But first, I want to kind of go over this news. What we've seen happen is the number of nodes on Lightning has gone all the way up to 25,000. Again, we're going to explain what all this means in a second, but let's run over the news first. However, only about 58% of nodes are operating channels and earning yield. The Lightning Network, a Layer 2 payment product built on top of the Bitcoin blockchain that enables secure, private, and near-instantaneous transactions at little to no cost. That is a very, very, very important sentence. Enables secure, private, near-instantaneous transactions at little or no cost. Let's think about this for a second. Enables secure. Bitcoin is a secure way of sending transactions. We don't want to lose that with a Layer 2 solution. Layer 2 just means it is 
a solution to a problem that's not built on the blockchain but still interoperates with the blockchain, if that makes sense. Did that make sense, Zach? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it enables secure, which means it is secure, private. That is big because privacy is not something that is actually on Bitcoin necessarily. It's just not a private network like people say it is. It is a public network. It's a public blockchain. It's in the name public blockchain. But here are the two that are really important. Near instantaneous, Bitcoin transactions can take up to an hour. They can take even longer during major uh, periods of congestion at little to no cost. Those are the two biggest problems Bitcoin faces right now. Transaction time, transaction cost. The fees in the in, uh, during the end of 2017, when I was newer to cryptocurrency, got all the way up to $65 a transaction. And the mempool, which is the amount of transactions that have not yet been confirmed, went all the way up to, I think, 350,000 transactions waiting to go through. You can process seven transactions per second on the Bitcoin network. It took weeks for some of those transactions to go through. Bitcoin transactions are a are an auction system. The more you pay in fees, probably the miner is going to choose your transaction because he's going to get the higher fee. So the miners were making a buttload of money and the transactions were taking forever. Lightning is designed to solve this because if Bitcoin is ever going to become a global payment system, it has got to figure out how to process more than seven transactions per second when Visa and MasterCard and Amex are all processing thousands of transactions every single second and they, one of them, don't even have a corner on the market like Bitcoin wants to. It's very important that we handle this scalability solution and we're going to talk about Lightning Network a little bit more here. During the past 30 days, the number of active nodes has nodes 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 has risen by 8% to 25,010 and now looking at this at the time of recording this is 25,125. A node is essentially a user on the network who sets up their own computer to interact with other nodes. It's the same way you can think about a server operating on the internet. You set up a server and then it connects to other servers and then you can send data from server to server to server. Those are called hops on the Lightning network, but I'm getting ahead of myself. That way they can send, verify and receive information in this case we're talking about bitcoins as a decentralized network the lightning network has no central data server that stores all the transactions and interactions between users instead its decentralized network of distributed nodes keeps track of data or part of it so here's the thing about lightning network it looks like a brain if you've ever seen a map of the brain with different neurons and each one of those neurons has connections you have like i don't remember what the number is it's like there's like a trillion neurons and then a hundred quadrillion connections between all the neurons. That's kind of what we're talking about here on Lightning Network. Whenever a signal in your brain is moving around your brain, it goes from neuron to neuron to neuron to neuron to neuron, and then it gets where it's trying to go. On Lightning Network, you go from node to node to node to node to node to get where you're trying to go. In the same way, on the internet, you send information packets like this video from server to server to server to server to server to get where you're trying to go. That's what Lightning Network does, and the reason Lightning Network is so powerful is that instead of each one of those transactions having to be logged on the big Bitcoin blockchain, what happens is that they're logged on the Lightning Network, and then when the node closes, the transaction gets put on the blockchain as a sum total. So instead of saying, I sent 100 Bitcoin, I withdrew 50 Bitcoin, I sent 75 Bitcoin, I withdrew 40 Bitcoin, you just add up all the additions and subtractions, and then you send that one number to the Bitcoin blockchain, and you don't have to worry about it. It allows for major scalability on Bitcoin. There are, of course, cons to it, such as major nodes can end up becoming very centralized, and people 
are very concerned about that because Bitcoin is a decentralized network. But in short, it is a very powerful tool to help with the scalability uh, the scalability concerns that Bitcoin has. I was actually teaching Zach a little bit about Lightning Network earlier this morning. Zach, what do you think about Lightning? Do you have any other? Do you have any? What, what kind of questions did you ask me earlier so that people can kind of put themselves in your shoes and let's have a little right. conversation here? Right. Yeah. 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 So um, Jeb was just kind of showing me like. You know, it's seven transactions per second for like the the, the original to send Bitcoin mm -hmm. compared to Lightning Network, which is twenty five million yep. per second. Mm -hmm. That's what I it mean, can. That's what it can theoretically handle. Yeah. Right. So handling that much more and that adoption of of where it's gonna go, obviously, I mean, people are worried about the centralized, but mm -hmm. how do we keep this decentralized mm -hmm. while I mean maintaining the speed and and what we need. For every, like mass corporations to adopt this and to then send transactions here, there, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I really don't know how you're going to decentralize and centralize something at the same time. Yeah, no, there's a lot of scalability concerns and centralization is definitely one of them. We actually saw El Salvador when they adopted Bitcoin. A lot of people were saying, how in the world are you going to have an entire nation running on Bitcoin at seven transactions per second? Well, El Salvador adopted Bitcoin through something called the Strike app, which runs on you guessed it, the Lightning Network. So not only has El Salvador adopted Bitcoin, El Salvador has also adopted Lightning Network. It is the only serious answer to the issue of scalability for Bitcoin and it's something that we definitely want to talk about more here on the channel as we move forward. What are your takeaways from this, Zach? What do you think people need to know about Lightning just from the brief five or ten minute conversation we had about it? Right. I mean, okay, so think of it like this. When you transfer on your bank, you transfer whatever you're using, uh, you want it fast, you want it quick, you want it instantaneous, um, and you want something secure. Mm -hmm. Lightning Network provides that, and, you know, it has problems, and it has, it's, it is, you know, it, it's, it's working on those problems and trying to solve that solution, but for the most part, hey, you're, you're getting your money fast yeah. and faster. Yeah, that's that, what we want in the yeah, end. Exactly. We want fast transactions that are secure, that are also cheap. And that's what Lightning Network provides. It's a really big deal. If you're Unless you're a tech junkie and you understand how to actually operate on it, you can't operate on it yet unless you have a Layer 3 solution like Strike, which runs Lightning Network, which runs Bitcoin. I'm getting ahead of myself, though. So that is what Lightning Network is doing. It passed 25,000 notes. It's a pretty big deal. Be watching out for it here in the next couple of years. Guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. I know know that we can get to a thousand likes here in the next couple of minutes we have 2300 people watching i very much appreciate you guys tuning in we go live here 9 30 eastern time every single weekday we produce like 30 pieces of content every single week much to zach the editor's chagrin because he has to edit all of that but you guys are getting a ton of content for it so thank you for your sacrifice zach make sure to smash that like button if you haven't already we're going to read some super chats and then we're going to move on to some more on-chain metrics which are indicating that bitcoin should be rallying all the way back up to all-time high and beyond relatively soon so let's go ahead and read some super chats boom okay so first super chat jd jd we what? met jd yesterday thank you very much for the trophy jd hey what uh what alcane would you invest in for this anticipated bull run not eth ada or xrp also i am not the oh. jd created Oops. The trophies mm -hmm. as tim said the other day god bless y'all and praying for tim oops well, oh. you're also awesome, JD. <laughs> uh, what altcoin would you invest in for this anticipated bull run, not ETH, ADA, or XRP? I would be looking at Solana. Uh, that's a that's a good project. Audius is one that I'm still looking into, but Audius definitely did very, very well uh, with the TikTok announcement. I'd be careful of buying it now because it's still over uh, overinflated. Um, 
Let's see. Uniswap is another good one. Uniswap is the leader in decentralized exchanges right now. So that is something that you could definitely look into. I think decentralized exchanges are going to be worth hundreds of billions of dollars in the future and be major competitors to Coinbase. So keep that in mind. Those are probably the top three I would look at. Yeah. Good question, JD. Thank you very much for not the trophy, but for the <laughs> for the super chat. Oh, we super appreciate chat. it. 20 bucks. All right. Matt Bender. Uh, Zach's sporting the Canadian tuxedo today. Classy. Let's go. Is that called it. a Canadian tuxedo? That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that that's like what that. that was called. That's awesome. Awesome. I like that a lot. Coolio. All right. Next super chat. David Britz. Uh Sell signal on Ether, but not BTC. Lux Algo daily. Yeah, let's take a look at that real quick, guys. Lux Algo is quickly becoming one of my favorite technical indicators, and... I don't see a sell signal on Ethereum. I'm using the default settings. I've always found that 12 for signal sensitivity and 26 here for confirmation signals. Agility is the best setup. You might be using a different one. I don't see a sell signal yet, but that doesn't mean that one can't occur. Like I said, we are in a kind of precarious spot on both of these markets. It looks like they're both about to flash a sell signal if we're not careful and we start correcting too far. But I don't see one right now, but we'll definitely keep that in mind. Sweet. All right. Thanks, Super Chat. Uh, Rise of the Crypto Walker. That's an awesome great name. name. That's a great name. Great name. All right. MG, thanks for the referral to Lux Algo. My advice, uh, set it to autopilot. It optimizes buy-sell triggers. DEX or CEX to buy coins to... Trade more discreet. Good morning to you also, Rise of the Crypto Walker. I don't personally use Autopilot because I found that 1226, which are the default settings, work better for me. If you find that it works better for you on Autopilot, then go for it. Lux Algo, they specifically say, hey, guys, look, this indicator has so much versatility. You need to experiment with it to really figure out what you like. So go ahead and experiment with it. See if 1226, like I use, is better or Autopilot is better. Whichever one you find the most success with, continue to use that. Decentralized exchange or centralized exchange to buy coins to trade more discreetly well if you're trying to trade more discreetly obviously i would use a decentralized exchange however dexes have some pitfalls that centralized exchanges don't in that dexes are much newer technology and sometimes they can be quite a bit harder to use so centralized exchanges provide a much easier user experience but dexes decentralized exchanges are definitely going to be more discreet if you use a good one you have to be careful with dexes because a lot of them are um Scams, but there are good ones. Uniswap is a good example, and there are several others. Good question. Thank you, Rise. All right. Uh, Matt C. Matt C. Matt C. Back at it. Thank you so much for yesterday. It was awesome. I love seeing some of the other community members finally. Can't wait until V2. It's coming. Prayers for Tim. Thank you very much for that, Matt. Yeah, I met Matt yesterday. He came up on stage. We talked to coming up on stage, by the way, in Demio terms, which is where we do our webinar, means that I have my camera. He has my camera, and we talk to each other like it's a Zoom call so that everybody can see. So we got to talk to Matt yesterday. Really, really fun. Had a lot of good had a lot of good times. Uh it was just awesome. We went like 40 minutes over. I told you guys that we were going to be having so much fun that we weren't going to be able to stick it to an hour. We've got a lot of things that we learned from this webinar. We were honestly using this as almost like a test webinar. We learned so much from this about how we're going to do our teaching in the future, how we're going to do our uh, production of it in the future, and uh, how we're going to host it in the future. So it was a lot of fun. Be looking out for the next one. It should be coming sometime next month. Thank you very much, Matt. All right. Uh, Gabby Abade. Uh, there's a falling wedge pattern in the four hourly chart. Keep it up, guys. I was able to learn this pattern through your channel. Thank you. Gabby, yeah, absolutely. So down on the four hourly chart on Bitcoin, 
right now there's a couple different patterns there is that falling wedge that you're looking at it shows up right here with this downtrending level of support and this downtrending level of resistance this does indicate that we're going to break to the upside here in the next couple of hours based on everything that i'm seeing i think we probably are going to break slightly to the upside then we're probably going to come down a little bit and set a lower high below our current local high at forty-eight thousand dollars, and then likely we're going to break this uptrending level of support and head a little bit farther to the downside probably into that forty-three thousand dollar region so good spot definitely important to be looking out for your chart formations we have a ton of Mm, excuse me. For, I'm sorry, guys. We have a ton of content coming out here in the next couple of months on chart formations. So make sure you stay tuned for that. What she's talking about, she learned through. Uh, she learned that through our wedges and pennants video over in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. Make sure to check that out. And by the way, a little bit of a uh, little bit of a sneak peek. Everybody who was in the webinar yesterday got a hundred dollar off coupon code to CT2A. Now most of them were already in CT2A, but we might do that in the future. So if you join the webinar, you might get a coupon code to CT2A. Just saying. Sounds like you're making money. Sounds like we, you are making money because you got a $100 off coupon code and it was only $50 to join the webinar. So people made some money. We had Let's a couple go. people use that coupon code. Let's go. Yeah. Good for you guys. Awesome. All right. Oh, charismatic. Charismatic. Hey, charismatic. All right. We have a great webinar yesterday. Thanks for letting me take over. Yes. A brief moment when you guys yes. had trouble with the camera watching over. I was William Kellum, I believe. William Kellum in chat. Yep. Guys, charismatic or William. He, he sent me an email. I haven't had a chance to respond to that yet. He was like, this is the first time I've been called William in my entire life. I never go by William, but um, charismatic, I'll call him. Uh, he was in the webinar yesterday. We had a bunch of technical difficulties. For some reason, our computer that was running the entire setup decided just to turn it off greg i promise it's you did not make a mistake using the wrong computer well no we were running that computer because we wanted to run it like a stream so we could actually switch yeah smay set it up wrong and he wasn't here to fix it either i didn't set it up wrong i i gave specific instructions to who i never got any to instructions zach, to zach were you here zach wasn't here no nah, i was gone what you left it's your I fault then well, what know, the heck zach? hey Hey, there's videos coming, guys. So that's the cushion. The plan the, uh, was he was supposed to be here. Yes, because I gave I gave him the instructions. Wait, Zach, I was supposed to be. Wait. Okay. Yes. What the heck? What? I was. You know what? I was. You I was what? so confused why both of our production members decided. to Oh go home. my gosh, that's such a poopy miscommunication. No, maybe maybe it's actually Tim's fault because that's I asked a him. Okay, so we I have our level him, ten meeting like, today. Said, yeah. We gotta talk about that in level ten meeting. That's actually a pretty big problem. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Here's oh, the deal, guys. Goodness. During the webinar yesterday, we had some technical difficulties. I was the first member of our production team before either of these guys came on. They are running all of it now, and I don't have to worry about it. I'm so thankful. But I knew a little bit about it, so I switched everything and put it all back together a different way, the way that Smay originally set it up. So thank you, Smay, for um, doing it correctly and me messing it up. Anyway, uh, I was trying to get ambitious. Um, so I went ahead and fixed that, and charismatic William uh, Kellum came on, and he said that he has a history in radio on the email he sent me. I still have to respond to that. So he held down the fort. He said it came out just like the old days. I think you said you've been doing radio. For, you had done radio for 20 years and you're not in it anymore. And uh, held down the fort. Everybody loved him. We would love to reach out to you again, man. Thank you very, very much for that. Everybody was incredibly appreciative for you holding that down. Good deal. Anyway, let's read a couple more Super Chats here and then we're going to move on to our final segment. All right. Okay, so we have TZ. Uh, hey, Jeb, I sent over my resume a second time to support. Love the stream and everything your team does. Much love. Smash those likes. Get well soon, Tim. Hi, Smee. Good deal, guys. Thank you very much for that, TZ. What's going on right now? Just want you guys to have a little bit of a sneak peek in what's going on. Um, we have a new person who is working on our customer service, and she's trying to catch up with all of it. I think she has like a 600 email backlog, so I went and figured out why some of the emails aren't getting through. Some of the emails I have gotten and I need to respond to, so some of it's on me. It's no one 
anyone's fault. It's just we're a small company with a lot of growth going on. We're probably going to be bringing on a full-time customer service rep here in the next couple of uh, months. I don't want to guarantee anything, but we are trying. I promise you guys behind the scenes, we're working very, very hard, long days trying to get this stuff fixed. So I appreciate that. Bear with us. We are a very small and very fast-growing company, so we are trying to do the best that we can. We are getting there. Thank you very much, TZ. All right, Juan. Thank you for yesterday, and God bless you guys. Thank you very much, Juan. It was great to meet you, my friend. And also, J.D. Park sent one right above that. He said, it was awesome talking to you personally. Yeah, J.D., thank you for letting me to be a part of your success. By the way, I'm not the J.D. who asked about your favorite all. There's two different J.D.'s. What are the chances of that? Thank you very much to both J.D.'s for the Super Chats. Just can't win. Just can't win. You can't. Can't win today. I guess not. Corey donated $10. He said, the idea of trading and using your program sounds great. Sounds like something I'm scared to try, but I feel like it's the difference between myself and a better life. I totally agree. Because here's the thing about trading. We talked about this on the webinar yesterday. If you're willing to put the time and the money and the patience and the focus in, it is one of the most profitable, least responsible, least responsibility requiring ways of making money on the internet that there is, period. You know, it's not like you can make all this money any other way without running a company or being a massive investor or doing something like that. If you want to make tens of millions of dollars trading, okay, just start using more capital when you're trading. If you want to do that in the business world, have fun running a company with 150 employees. I run a company with 11 employees, and I pull my hair out sometimes. If you want to make a lot of money, trading is the way to go. The reason that I do a ton here in the company and I'm more of an investor now is because it's not my goal to make a bunch of money. It's my goal to provide to you guys what I didn't have, which was a guide and a light in the night for for learning how to become a professional cryptocurrency trader. That's what we stand for. Anyway, guys, we have so many super chats. I'm going to read through these really quickly. Richard Zenner uh, donated $10. First time chat. Love you guys. Why do you not talk about DOT? I bought $100,000 and DOT is a great, great project. It is a great, great project and Smay is actually a big fan of it. We do want to talk about it some more, but there's just not a lot going on with it. I appreciate that super chat. Uh, Bullish, uh, Bully Shalom a good name. Uh, combination of bullish and shalom. Said, thoughts on Star Atlas. It's a Solana game being released on ex- on uh, FTX exchange on the 26th. May, take it away. It's being released that soon? I believe so. That's kind of ridiculous. Smay's oh. camera's dead. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, nice. I figured. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. Because, I mean, so because you didn't charge batteries. Uh, it was plugged into the charger. It wasn't turned off when you guys left. Oh my That's what happened. No. Uh, okay, okay, that, one, okay, okay, that one is my fault. I, I misunderstood. The, you uh, talk no. about pulling my hair No, I'm pulling my hair out. Anyways. Oh my God. Poor Smay. Anyways. Anywho. Well, thank you for the gonna, donation. Right. No, it, well, hold on. Let me say what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What I was going to say was, like, literally Unreal Engine 5 dropped, like, a couple months ago and they were like well now we have the technology to make it <laughs> now we have the technology to make it and then it's like gonna launch on 27th i think it's gonna be garbage it's kind of it's kind of like the that's oh, not enough to time to, to develop a game of it quote mm. matt c donated uh we all expect to see greg's portfolio at the end of september after cardano launches smart contracts he must diversify we can help i agree matt c greg after you left matt was matt was roasting your portfolio being 100 percent in cardano he literally said that man needs to diversify he can't have all his eggs in cardano i agree with him obviously greg has made a lot of money using uh, that Cardano all-in strategy, but got to be careful with that. Aaron Brown donated $5, said CT2A has dramatically helped my trading. I protect my gains by selling the local highs and buying the dips. That's what you're going to learn in CT2A. Thank you very much for that, Aaron. I think we finally got through all the super chats. I appreciate all of you guys doing those. Any more of them we're going to read here at the end of the stream, but I do want to move on because we have new data that we need to cover. This new data suggests that Bitcoin could see Bitcoin price double bubble top in 2021. What does that mean? 
we're going to talk about it. The Bitcoin bubble index, which is right here, we're going to get to this in a second, is heavily hinting that another Bitcoin local price peak will come this year. Bitcoin is facing a double bubble, and we'll see two price tops this year, fresh data suggests. The first one already happened back in April, right around the time Coinbase IPO'd. In fact, we have some more news on Coinbase that if we have time, we'll go into briefly. In a tweet on Wednesday, Charles Edwards, CEO of investment firm Caprioli, highlighted 2021 as having a key, uh, one key similarity to the 2013 double top bull cycle. Bitcoin gears up for a second peak. Bitcoin's divided opinions over whether its 2021 bull run is more like 2013 or 2017, the other two years that immediately follow block subsidy halving events. If to look at one metric, unrealized profit and loss, the answer may be simple, according to Edwards. Only 2013 has produced similar results for coin profitability. New evidence for a Bitcoin double bubble, he summarized. In prior cycle tops, bounces were never able to hold unrealized profit and loss above 0.5. Only the 2013 double bubble, double bubble today has achieved this. So essentially what he's saying here, there were two tops here in 2013. There was one in mid-2013 and one at the very end of 2013. However, in 2017, there was only one top. You see this? There's one top right here. There's two tops over here. The argument that's being made in this article is that instead of seeing one top like we saw here in 2017 at the very end of it, we're going to see two tops in 2021 moving on into 2022 the way we saw in 2013. And unrealized profit and loss is saying that that should occur based on the way that we are seeing unrealized profit and loss move right now. But there's also another factor down here and it's called the bitcoin bubble index and it has a lot to do with four different things the bitcoin google trends which uh shows that we are seeing a lot more search volume on bitcoin now than ever being sustained up here around 171. We can also see that the Bitcoin difficulty is very low, but it is recovering. The Bitcoin transactions are low, but they are recovering. The Bitcoin sent by address is low, but it is recovering. And the Bitcoin tweets, this is another big one. How much Twitter um, investment, if you will, for the tweets is going on over on Twitter. That's a weird way of putting that. How many tweets are being tweeted about Bitcoin might be a better way of saying that. This is a cumulative index that is very, very similar to what you see with the Fear and Greed Index, where it combines multiple data points to give us, well, data. We can see that when Bitcoin hit its all-time high right here at around 63,000, the Bitcoin bubble index was at 126. And right now, the Bitcoin bubble index is only at 114. And recently, it was as high as 122. So right now, the Bitcoin bubble index is incredibly powerful and incredibly bullish and is calling for a rally on Bitcoin. Not to mention the stock-to-flow ratio on Bitcoin, which I don't have it up right now, but as you know, the stock-to-flow ratio uh, measures the difference between the amount of Bitcoin in existence to the amount of Bitcoin being created every single year. Bitcoin's stock-to-flow ratio right now is about 57, 58, which means it would take 57 to, 50, 57 to 58 years to reproduce all of Bitcoin's current stock. is very high, and the stock-to-flow model is predicting an average Bitcoin price for this year of $100,000. We haven't hit $100,000 once. So to have an average price of $100,000 this year would mean that Bitcoin would go to, according to Plan B, who created the stock-to-flow model based on the stock-to-flow ratio, at minimum $135,000 Bitcoin this year. Zach, I want to hear what you think. Where do you think Bitcoin is going by the end of this year? Do you think we're going to go to $135,000 by EOY like Plan B thinks? What do you think? You know, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of adoption. There's a lot of things happening in the space. There's there's so much. It's so volatile. Like I, I literally, I think I was joking with the uncle. It's like you invest one day. I mean, yeah, either your portfolio goes down all the way or goes up all the way. Like it, it it's such a new space that I really do think it could happen. I think I, I see more of like maybe a 90k. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of where I'm thinking it's gonna head. 
Mm. But I do think that it has the potential to get there. Yeah. And to get up to 100. 200. I feel like if we go to 90, we're just going to moonshot right right to 100 just because we'd be so close, you know? I, w- I really wonder what you guys think in the chat. Where do you guys think Bitcoin's going by the end of this year? Do you agree with Plan B, who, again, is the creator of the plant of the stock-to-flow model? It's his model based on the stock-to-flow ratio. He didn't create the stock-to-flow ratio. The stock-to-flow ratio is very, very powerful. People disagree with his model. The stock-to-flow ratio is impeccable, and you should definitely be using it. Where do you guys think in chat we are going? Give me a one in chat if you think we're going to breach 100K this year. Give me a two in chat if you think we are not going to breach 100K this year. Smay, what do you think? Do you think we're going to break 100K or not? Uh... I don't really I don't particularly think so. I actually think we're probably going to top out around 85 or maybe 8590 at the most, maybe even 95, but I don't think we're going to end up breaking that 100k just because obviously the psychology of it as soon as we start reaching that high, people are going to start selling and we'll yeah. probably see a dump by the end of the year. If anything, I think we might hit 100k and then immediately you're going to see all those sell orders yeah. uh, come in. Could be lo- it's a round number. It could look yeah it's a big hole even number we talk about that in the mass psychology video on ct2a big hole even numbers like 20,000 50,000 10,000 5,000 45,000 these kind of numbers that are nice and even are attractive to investors we like to put buy and sell orders around them so typically you see the markets top out or bottom out around them hundred thousand dollars is obviously a very major sell signal uh, uh, resistance level because it is that big even so it's possible we rally all the way up to it on a candle wick and then we come right back down to 85,000 and start a bear market I'd love to hear your thoughts in I mean, the comments like guys we have like we have like four months until yeah, the year's the over. 20, like, yeah, it's, not it's like everyone, everything's in the year. You think it's really long term. Mm-hmm. We're still at what, like forty six? What, like what are we at? And a half. Forty four. We're like five one actually. Forty five thousand on Bitcoin right now, yeah. and you guys expect it to like more than double mm-hmm. in four months? I mean, it's possible, but I just don't think it, I don't see it happening. Bitcoin definitely can double in four it months. Can. But I just don't see it happening. But every time it does, here's the problem: you have to have twice as much investment capital to drive it there. Bitcoin is worth, what is it worth right now? $800 billion. To get Bitcoin to more than double, it's worth $850 billion. So you get Bitcoin to more than double by the end of the year, you would have to go to $1.87 trillion in market, which means the entire crypto market would likely go from $2 trillion to probably close to $5 trillion. That means we need $3 trillion to flow into the market in four months. There are only a handful of countries yeah. in the entire world that have a gross domestic product of over $3 trillion. See, even, even when you put it that way, it just makes it so much more. Not that I don't think it's going to eventually get there. I think it, we'll see that in 2022. But I just think it's one of those things that that is just like every time you double, it's going to make it even yeah. more to double. Every double is so, a lot harder so, to do. So, yeah, it was easy. Doubles, it's been done before. It was easy to double from, you know, 20 to 40. Yeah. But then, you know. 50 to 100 that's a lot of that's a lot of buying you know that's a lot of buying i don't think i don't see it happening yeah but here's the other thing guys it's not as simple as pulling in three trillion dollars because you actually don't need three trillion dollars to move the market up to $3 trillion because investment is actually not a zero-sum game. There's a lot more money in derivatives, for example, than there are U.S. dollars in cash equivalents in the real world. What we see is that when you start buying Bitcoin, it's not as simple as needing $3 trillion to move the market. It's going to be hard to move the market, but it has everything to do with the circulating supply. If Bitcoin has very little circulating supply, you can add hundreds of billions of dollars of market capitalization with no money. Let's put it this way. Let's say that Bitcoin, uh, let's say that Bitcoin 
was trading at $50,000. Let's say there's only 10 Bitcoin on exchange. Like literally $18.7 million, uh, 18.7 million Bitcoin was not on exchange. We have 10 Bitcoin on exchange. You go on exchange, you buy half the Bitcoin, the price is going to double. With only buying uh, $250,000 worth of Bitcoin, you have doubled the market capitalization of Bitcoin in one move. So you doubled the market cap of Bitcoin, added $800 billion to it because you moved the price from $45,000 to $90,000. You added $800 billion worth of value with only a quarter million dollars. So you, that, that doesn't happen. Of course, there's a lot more liquidity on exchanges, but you kind of get the point. Moving the market is not just you need $1 to change the market capitalization by $1. You can move the market a lot a lot uh, easier or a lot harder, but it has everything to do with how much cryptocurrency is or is not on exchange or is or is not being hodled. Now, of course, it is more complicated than that. People are going to see the prices ra- rising and they're going to sell it, and it is hard. I'm not saying that you can rally from $800 billion to $1.6 trillion with $2 million worth of capital, but to add a trillion dollars worth of market cap, you you don't need a trillion dollars. You might only need a very well-placed $100 million to $500 million trade to shoot the market up by using some whales, and then everybody gets comfortable up there, and then people just accept it. It's actually not as hard as you think. So there's a big argument in both cases. Could we go to $100,000? Absolutely. It's not even so much the question of how easy is it to get to $100,000. The question is, how likely are people to sell their Bitcoin, cash out, and start doing other things with their Bitcoin if it does go there? It's a very complicated topic, and it delves deep into macro and microeconomics, and it is very important that you guys understand those economics concepts. In fact, we have content coming out here in the next couple of months on the economics of crypto. I cannot wait to launch that, and you guys are going to be learning everything you need to know about the economics of crypto so that you can understand these concepts at a nice, easy, simple so guys, like I said, I want to hear your thoughts in the comments. Drop a dollar sign number followed by K. Tell me where you think Bitcoin is going today because I want to find out. With everything I just said, does that change what you guys think about the $100,000 prediction, knowing that it doesn't actually take $3 trillion to move the market $3 trillion? No, I know. I like. I, I know I you still, knew that. Yeah, I still think that... With that in mind. I, I, like I said, my, my first point, I think we're just going to see... I mean, it, it's just so much money that people don't realize that a lot of those people... Like you to assume that everybody who owns Bitcoin is like a Bitcoin maximalist, they expect it to be there through the future. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily true. A lot of these, a lot of people own Bitcoin just because it's a, a fancy investment. And mm-hmm. as soon as it hits a, a price like a hundred thousand dollars, boom, I'm out. You know, I'm gone. I, I'm cashing in that money. Yeah. So that's what my thought is like, especially. Uh, we're, uh, that's one of the segments we're going to be actually be planning for um, uh, between two coins this week is we're going to be doing a segment of a person on the street. We're going to be talking to people on the street about what they think about Bitcoin, because I think we have this idea of this kind of echo chamber mentality in crypto that we only hear what each other's saying. So we think that every everyone else in the world or everyone else who owns yep. Bitcoin is in the same mindset. Yep. They're not. It's no, just not true. true. So that's why when I think we're going to hit a number like 100,000, 100,000 or even close to 100,000, that's a lot of money. A lot of people are going to end up being millionaires and they're going to they're going to be like, "Oh, I've made my money. That was my mark. I'm out." Gone. And so that's why I don't think we're going to hit it in uh, in uh, 2020. I so I do think we're going to hit it in 2020 uh, uh 2022. 
Because, yeah. you know, I think eventually people are going to be like, okay, let's buy back in. Let's make some more money. So The stock-to-flow ratio marches higher. The amount of Bitcoin off of exchanges being hodled in wallets that have not been touched in over a year marches higher. And the adoption of this space marches continuously on. Again, I want to hear what you guys think. Where is it going? And also, while we're at it, give us your Ethereum and your Cardano predictions. I personally think in the next 12 months, Cardano is going to be worth $5, probably more, to be honest with you, probably close to 10 And I could very easily see Ethereum going to 10000 dollars in the next 12 months i want to hear your ethereum and cardano price predictions as well and if either of you guys have one let's hear it cool so guys let's go ahead and read some super chats let's do it let's see what the super chats are saying all right we have a super chat from ollie collier collier that's a dope name yeah that's a good name uh love you guys have you seen crypto companies such as yummy crypto are using the exchange in nil rules to sponsor college sports they have sponsored fsu uh yeah sf uh fsu and miami hurricanes yummy crypto seems to be ahead of the game Sme so is, is not here is nil a national is that like a league of some kind of sport i have absolutely no idea it's yummy crypto or you first of all i hate that name yeah I don't, I, I'm, I'm not that. honestly I'm not. this doesn't sound like something very important i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> like i'm just gonna be honest with you like the fact that none of us know what it is <laughs> like that should speak that it's i mean like i mean hey look i didn't know what bitcoin was in 2013 and it was right. important so i'm not gonna say that but uh if they sponsored fsu they clearly don't know how to do business so Probably not a great investment. I'm kidding. I, I think I, I don't know the first I, thing about this project. I usually get wary when things uh, get involved in college football because, like, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like college football. So, <laughs> Smay is a very emotional trader, as you can tell. I don't like this, so I hate it. That's there you go. Thank you very much for the donation, Ollie. Fortunately, I don't have any information for you on that topic. We got another super chat here. Let's read that. Dude, all right, so we have one from Brad. Hey Jeb, first Brad. off, you're a genuine dude. Oh, thank you. You have a great team of guys and really know your crypto guys also, and gals we have a bunch of gals they just aren't on camera as much and women also in your cc uh, ct2a you uh do you give a strategy oh yeah the whole thing's a strategy yeah it's me telling you how to read the markets and yeah that's the point it technical analysis is a strategy you look at certain things you come up with a plan and then you execute it. Absolutely, yeah. CT two A. We definitely, we definitely talk strategy. That's the, that's the biggest part. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely uh, consider doing that. And hey, if you go through CT two A and find it's not to your liking, we do have a full fourteen day money back refund guarantee. We've had people not go. They, they go through CT two A and they're like, ah, this isn't for me. I don't really want to do trading or TA. That's okay. We want to make sure you guys are being successful. And if that means doing business with us or not doing business with us. Doesn't matter because we want you to be successful. If you can be more successful not doing business with us, great. But I think you are going to because we have had so many people go through the academy and they love every minute of it. So like I said, go ahead and check it out. Anyway, guys, that's all the content I have for you today. Before I go, actually, there is one more article I can briefly mention. And it is this one. Coinbase stockpiles $4.4 billion in case of crypto winter. The crypto exchange increased its reserves from $1.1 billion at the end of 2020. So, I'm just going to read the headline here, and I'm going to tell you what's going on. There was a business meeting I was at one time, and I heard about a construction company that was uh, in business during the 2008 financial crisis. Obviously, as you know, 2008 was a major housing market bubble, and the construction industry got destroyed. My father was in construction, so believe me, I'm intimately familiar with how devastating 2008 was for the construction industry. This construction company had a ton of money on the side, and instead of laying off anyone, they actually hired new people 
running a massive loss because there was no business anywhere and they dominated their competition because when the construction market came back everybody else had to start from scratch they had to go find new superintendents they had to go find new laborers they had to go find new office workers because they laid them all off this construction company had turned a loss for 18 months but then they doubled in size after the market had recovered with a roar in 2011. coinbase is doing the exact same thing here and i think it's a very good call for them because in the same way that we do, you have to have cash on the side in case the crypto market tanks and nobody's interested in doing anything in it. We maintain cash reserves and crypto reserves in case Bitcoin gets really boring and the YouTube channel and our courses and everything doesn't do very well so that we can, you know, pay our employees. I don't want to have to lay anyone off because Bitcoin isn't doing anything, you know. So this is a really good uh, thing that Coinbase is doing here. If you guys are investors in Coinbase's stock, this is a big deal because what this means is that Coinbase, if a crypto winter or a bear market, crypto winter is a, is a term the media loves using, if a bear market comes and Coinbase loses a ton of its revenue through trading, uh, trading volume, then their stock is probably going to be okay because they're going to remain solvent. They're not going to have to file bankruptcy. They're probably not going to have to lay a bunch of people off. They are going to do very well. So Coinbase is a very big company. Obviously, it's the largest publicly traded company in the cryptocurrency market. It's one of the only ones at the moment. Definitely would encourage you guys to invest in Coinbase's stock if you have researched it and you are familiar with it. I think Coinbase is going to do very well. Of course, there is an argument against centralized and decentralized exchanges. You know what? On that note, tell me in the comments, DEX or CEX. DEX is a decentralized exchange. CEX is a centralized exchange. Type DEX if you prefer decentralized exchanges and CEX if you prefer centralized exchanges here in the crypto space. Guys, that's all we got for you. We got a couple more super chats. I want to see the uh, I want to see what's going on here on Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin is actually, really quickly, I'll show you guys this. Bitcoin is actually pumping out of this uh, uh, falling wedge pattern that we talked about earlier. So pay attention to this because we may continue with this rise over the next couple of hours. If we do, then that's exactly what I said was probably going to happen 15 minutes ago, we're probably going to break bullish out of the falling wedge that one of our viewers so astutely pointed out. Then we'll rally up to maybe forty-six and a half thousand to forty-seven thousand dollars. Correct. Come back down and have a little bit of a correction. So definitely interesting over there on Bitcoin. Let's read these last super chats and then we'll wrap it out. All right, we have one from Mark C. I run a uh, Umbrella BTC Lightning Neo node. Do I need to have money in my Lightning wallet to contribute to the oh, network yeah. or no? Yes, because when you're running a Lightning node, you are contributing liquidity to the environment. So whenever you're sending transactions, you know, the, the transaction being sent with your money. You're, you're receiving the transaction, then you're sending the transaction. So you have to be able to have the liquidity to receive and send that transaction. So, yeah, as far as I'm aware, you if you want to participate in the Lightning Network, you need to have um, you need to have uh, money on your uh, Bitcoin on your Lightning node. And so that you can collect those fees and, you know, be invested in the Lightning Network. Absolutely. Guys, that's all I got for you today. If you enjoyed today's stream, smash that like button. Let's see if we can't get to 1,500 likes on this stream. I very much appreciate everybody tuning in. Tim, hopefully, will be back tomorrow. Not that we don't like Zach because we love Zach. And I actually want to find a way to get you on camera more. Zach is always watching the stream, by the way. He watches the stream every single day. He does the timestamps, and he's also the one that does the stream clips. So, Zach... We very much appreciate your contribution to the channel, hey, my friend. Thanks, man. You're awesome. We actually have two more Super Chats. I'll read these really quickly, and then I'll say the outro. Three more. Blake Boggs donated $5. Maximum ADA price prediction by 2030. 100 bucks. Look, if Cardano does what it says it's going to do in 10 years, good Lord, how much could it, could it be? Coin Bureau is now the largest crypto channel on all the interwebs. This is true. Jeremy Fleck donated $5. Said, good morning. My name is Jeremy Fleck. I'm curious about your thoughts on XRP. 
Not the biggest fan of it. Not going to lie. Tim sat down and had a conversation with someone from Ripple's company themselves. He hated XRP, and now he doesn't hate XRP, but he's still not invested in it. I have a lot of questions about how XRP's, uh, how Ripple's product line actually um, brings value to XRP, the cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency, um, because I don't really know how Ripple's business model actually brings value to XRP, the project, but... I don't know. I'm not invested in it. I don't think it's a good investment personally. That's my opinion. Anyway, guys, that's all I got for you today. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.